My Natural Hair is a podcast that shares all the information you're looking to learn about natural hair. The movement, the styles, growing your hair naturally and meeting other people part of the natural hair culture and movement. My Natural Hair is hosted by LaDonna Sims and Markeisha St. Clair from Hair Goals 313. Collectively, LaDonna and Markeisha have over 25 years of experience doing natural hair. My Natural Hair is a live experience where you can come out and witness the show, meet the host, and have your questions answered. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. at Detroit SIP, located between University of Detroit Mercy and Mary Grove College at 7420 West McNichols, Detroit, Michigan. Join My Natural Hair every Sunday at 2 p.m. to experience the culture and the movement. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the My Natural Hair podcast. And don't miss the how-to lessons, styles, and love of natural hair. Welcome to My Natural Hair podcast. I'm Markeisha. I'm LaDonna. Um, we want to start off thanking our new subscribers. We just found out that we have um, a slew more of subscribers. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate your support. Yes, I mean, this is really great. <laughs> um, today's topic is on natural hair for kids. Um, so with that being said, <laughs> um, we want to... We've, we've been getting a lot of clients that come in with children. You know, the children, um, either the parents want them to go natural, mostly the little boys I'm getting, I think they're seeing more visions of uh, different styles that they want, fading around the size, um, you know, lock styles, mm -hmm. or wanting to style locks, start locks, or trying to get their girls to get more natural hairstyles. Um, when parents do come in with their children, it's like the language that we have with our kids. Um, right. We want to start checking how we treat our kids about their natural hair. And how we talk about it. Like <clears throat> my son's hair, you know, like someone would talk about their son's or their daughter's hair, the different textures between the two. Like her hair is, is be like her hair is less this than her hair. Her hair is like Kuta Kente hair. You mm -hmm. know, like just, it's like the way you talk to your kids and talk about the natural hair in front of your kids, it, it, it irks me. So what I want to do is start the things that bother me want to focus on the on way we can help each other <laughs> with the way we spoke, we talk to our kids and support them in their journey of wanting to do something natural, especially if they're asking you to do something or you like their hair is too kinky, you do something with it. I don't know what to do. Right. She don't be still for me. So what we want to do is try to create a, a um, help you help your daughter or son supporting them and then teach you on how to create a bond with it like we can do it a little bit different than we did when we were kids it was just a easter and christmas those were hard times mm -hmm. in the kitchen you know right. with the with the hot comb and and so to have a better bonding relationship with your children know how to get the kinks out right and different things which markeisha is excellent in that field <laughs> with uh using finger detangling and um being more gentle with kids right you want to um, just be patient with your kids and let them know that it's not a task it, to do their hair. Um, just taking time. If you're not familiar with the, the natural hair, just find a stylist. Um, YouTube is great. You could um, put in the search bar natural hair for kids, you know, how to style. You can just put anything in the search bar and it will pop up to better help you work through their hair. You don't never want to make them feel bad about their hair. And you're a good rep representation for your child also. If you're having hair struggles, then your child's gonna see that also. So we want um, their journey <clears throat> with the natural hair to be a smooth one, um, one with love. You wanna, 
always tell them your hair is beautiful no matter how, you know, unmanageable the hair is. You just want to keep on telling them it's beautiful. I love your hair. You know, have books. There's books also um, on natural hair for kids that you could get to show them that your hair is not, you know, this this hair that's just untamable. So you want to be a good representative for your child and just let them know that their hair is beautiful. Um, be patient. Don't rush a style. Take time out. It's going to take a while to get through the hair depending on the texture. So you want to have that time set out so you could do your child's hair and, and bond with your child. It's a good bonding experience to do the hair. So you don't want to have something going on three hours and you got to rush through the hair and now you're frustrated. You know, take that that whole day if you have to um, and dedicate that to your child's hair. You guys working together and also you can talk to your child about like your issues that you're having with your hair, pushing it onto your child's hair. You know, like, I mean, a lot of people are doing protective styling for their children. I'm tired of like seeing braids that's real tight on young children's hair. Mm -hmm. Like I think when your child is very young, you need to let them just let their hair grow out naturally um, without doing anything to counteract their hair. Like I've seen young girls with too much extra weave braid hair on, on new hair. You know, like right. their hair is brand new. So it's like you don't want to put too much pressure. I remember Beyonce was going through so much with blue right. with her hair, and everybody was talking about blue hair. Mm -hmm. But when your child has to get to the point where we can, you know, when you bond with your child and let her know it's a hair time day, and you, they'll be more ready to get their hair done but when they kids they just want to be, be kids and want right. to be free so you just keep their hair moisturized and oiled and and just you know let it be right it's okay um that's a perfect example of donna um beyonce when she went through <clears throat> everything back and forth with her child's hair um blue wasn't ready she didn't want to get her hair done that wild hair it was good you know you don't have to always have that child's hair in the style as long as you oil it moisturize it it's good let it be free until they're ready believe me a child is going to know especially a girl like i want to get my hair done you know they're going to see come to that stage where they're ready to sit down and get their hair done <clears throat> we say this in a salon also we have um a lot of kids that we do their hair and some make it and some don't. And we have to be honest with the parent. It's like they're just not ready to be at a salon and sit down and get their hair done, and that's okay. It's going to come to a point where that child is going to start, you know, wanting to get the hair done. Ponytails is fine, you know, certain age. Ponytails, puff, um, two braids, um, some fat twists, that's perfect because then you could take those fat twists down and retwist it every other day or every three to four days, and that's a – a low maintenance hairstyle where you're not pulling and tugging and, and, and braiding it down where you're pulling the hair just to where you have those little bubbles you know the hair is so tight you have that little yeah, follicles coming out it's like or it's like you can touch it and you, <coughs> you can tell that from one braid to the other it's a cushiony part because your hair has been pulled and mm -hmm. it's, so we just don't want to do that with the kids because you can start making their hair weak coming straight out and even the, the hair with the beads, braiding the hair and always pulling it and tonguing it. If you're braiding a child's hair all the time, just like Stevie Wonder keep his hair braided and Susan Taylor kept their hair braided, that it kept going back and back and back because mm -hmm. there's so much stress that you're putting on it. So you don't want to do that either. Right. You just want to 
have a conversation um, with your child. Um, see what their hair goals is. Go over pictures. Go over YouTube videos and see what they want. Um, I know it's our child, and, and we want our child to look a certain way, but they have choices also when it comes to, you know, how they want their hair to be. <clears throat> so, you know, um, we have um, very active boys that come to the salon, you know, like mm -hmm. they play basketball, they're into all type of sports. And I have a, a great client that she always bring her, her, her boys in to get, keep their hair up and, and maintenance and everything. And right. I talk to them about their hair and even when the mother's not there about things that they can do. Um, when your kids is playing out in the dirt and they're getting their hair, uh, messed up is certain things you can do in between you know coming to me and you know when they're out there you want to make sure that you're getting uh, dirt out their hair and because it looks ashy and dirty and it could create a smell or scent right. depending on what what, what, depending on what age your son, when that scent started to change, when you, you know you have to have the conversation about deodorant with right. your child, you know you got that coming up. Right. So it's important. So um, if you if you have a you know active sons that's playing basketball, maybe they can wash their hair in the in the shower. But if they're getting locks or they have a lock touch up, it's a way that you can get a dry wash. But I'm thinking if it's dirt in there, we really gotta get yeah, because we don't want rinsed. them to have yeah. build up in their locks. No, they gotta. Yeah, um, boys, especially the um, kids that we're coming to encounter, even looking at basketball players, they're more so letting their hair just go now. You know, they have the fro, they have you know, just freeform locks. Um, it still needs to be washed too. I say every two to three weeks. <clears throat> no, um, once a week, every two weeks, wash your hair. Depends on how your scalp feels and how much dirt you're getting in your hair. Washing it once every, tw once every two weeks. You don't want right. to overwash your hair. Like, I mean, when, when our hair is this thick and it's coarse, you don't have to do that much washing. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, moisturize, right moisturizing the hair is important too. Um, especially with the boys that I see, they really not aware of, you know, moisturizers to put in their hair. They just wash it with probably body soap and then keep it moving. So you want to have a, a sulfate-free shampoo and a nice slippery conditioner so you can work through the kinks. I like Trader Joe's. It's really good. Giovanni is on that same level yes, as well. Yeah. Um, so you can work through that hair. And then after you get done conditioning it, you want to replenish it with the oils that you um, washed out and then like a leave-in conditioner. So you really have to do, there's no such thing as a uh, maintenance-free hairstyle. You have to put in oils, put in um, moisture back to the hair after you wash it. And it's important now for us to even speak with our boys as well as young girls to have a regimen. Like, I, I just wish that we could, well, uh, it's time for us to get back to um, hygiene. And I remember when we was in school, we had people that taught us how to brush our teeth, how to, like, so it's not, to be manly doesn't mean you can't wash your face and have a regimen. You need to, everybody needs to wash their face, exfoliate. Everyone needs to um, maintain the hair that grows out their head and know what to do with it. So when you see, I see a lot of young boys and they're out here and they just like, oh, we freeforming, but that don't mean, freeform don't mean dirty. Everybody that just let their hair grow natural don't mean that you don't wash your hair daily right, and right. moisturize your hair daily. <clears throat> you shouldn't be walking around with your hair feeling like a, a scouring <laughs> pad. Right. You um, know, even with the beards on men, I mean, who wants a beard that's rough? Mm -hmm. And styling, um, how long should you keep styles in the child's hair? 
um, for example, braids for girls and boys, no more than um, three weeks, three to four weeks tops. Um, you could tell when it starts, the hair starts to, you know, frizz Frizz. up and you see product in between the braids. It's time to take the braids out and rewash the hair. I like going in between um, for braids for children, let it free for a couple of weeks and then rebraid it if um, that's the the desired style that you and your child chose for the hair. But just don't keep them in for a, a long period of time. And then with the braids being in the hair, you still have to moisturize the hair, oil the scalp, um, spritz it with water, replenish it with oil. You still have to do work when the hair is in braids to the scalp, cornrows, and long braids as well. You still want to moisturize the hair. Um, and for locking, um, the desired age for locking, I think, for a child, what you think? I think... Um, well, it's a stage where when you, you're not supposed to do anything to your child's hair. I know that you're not supposed to put braids or anything. Whatever that point is, I'm thinking maybe five to seven yeah. or <coughs> it's got right. a, where you can get, you can start locks on right. the child's hair. Um, some people just do braided styles until their hair, their child's hair get a certain length and then they put the locks in. But yeah, I've, I've seen, um, don't we know kids that had locks Yeah, we, we know um, Jasmine's daughter, she has locks young. But how old is Jasmine's daughter now? She's like five? She's she's four or five. Yeah. yeah. And that was a situation with her where she just didn't like to get her hair combed. And now she loves her locks, she loves her hair, and it's a low-maintenance style for um for Jasmine's baby, so and I think that's Jasmine good. Jasmine is so... <laughs> yeah, she's, she's different. We she's love so Jasmine. Good. She's yeah. so good with the patience and stuff, so mm-hmm. she was really involved in her baby and letting her, you know, mm-hmm. do what she wanted to do right. and not force forcing styles right. on her. So me looking at that growth was uh, amazing and seeing how she's just into herself mm-hmm. and her hair is just looking great. And that's an important, too, I want to tap on. Make sure your child is ready. You don't want to have your child crying <coughs> crying when they're getting their hair done. Even um, us at the salon, we had one incident where the mother came. She knew her child was about to act a fool. She chose to go, and I'm, I'm just going to go around, and, you know, she knew her child was going to act up, and that's what she did. Her, she cried the whole time. She went shopping and left her child with her, and so it looked like we was killing her child in the salon. She was <laughs> screaming that hard, you know. So if she's not ready for it, and you, you know, you might have to keep your daughter home, and you might have to, you're going to have to do her hair because right. I can't have a child in the salon crying like that that don't want their hair washed, touched, or anything. So that's why you have to do it. And Mm -hmm. she's like, she doesn't let me do it. Then you have to find a way that y'all can bond and get that done because you can't just bring your child in. And it's important to stay with the child. We have some relationships where um, the kids are a little bit older and it's okay for the parents to walk away. But when a child has difficulty getting their hair done and they're crying and hungry, I think it's important for you to stay at least a couple of sessions to see at least what we're doing so you know how to maintain and ask questions you know well, we fed a lot of kids because i'm not gonna have a hungry child around me and it's <laughs> all these places to eat right so be like are you hungry let me get you comfortable because my whole thing is just with like i feel about kids it's the same with adults i want the child to feel comfortable in my environment we have enough children that where they they are comfortable they lay back they get their hair done you know just like me and markeisha was talking about this before we brought this up d- yesterday i said my mother used to take us out to dinner so we would know how to act in public, but we had to 
it had to start somewhere. So right. it's like hold your napkin, cross your legs, don't eat with your hand. You know, like so you have to learn that. And so a kid has to do the same thing when you come into a natural hair care salon. That's your child, and this is like they lean back, a foreigner is touching their hair, and you know, and water is just feeling tickly. It's just different. So you want to have the exposure, or you expose your child, and y'all come together with it if you can, and then we can. Markeisha is really good with products, so she can tell you what products. We're not afraid to share information because if your child can't come to the salon, we can definitely give you information on what you can use so you and your child can bond until she's old enough to come right. to the salon. Um, Let's talk about upkeep. Nightly, daily upkeep. Um, it's important, and, and when you get older, you know how to upkeep your hair, and you also want to incorporate those um, lessons with your child as well. Um, nighttime, wrapping the hair up putting a scarf on or a do-rag, um, satin pillowcase. I really prefer both because um, you don't want any cause, anything to cause friction in the hair. If you use a cotton pillowcase, then the hair is going to mat. Um, the style will not last long like braids, so you want to make sure you have a satin um, bonnet do-rag on the child's hair at night. And um, in the morning when they take their shower or whenever they take their shower, you want to have a shower cap on it so you won't destroy the style with the water um, and the soap. So there, you have to really teach your child that, you know, you got your do-rag on, where's your bonnet at, you know? And it's still part <coughs> of the hygiene situation because yeah. my mother, even when we were younger, she brushed my teeth with me. She did not let us in that bathroom without us knowing exactly what to do and how to thoroughly clean yourself until we can do it ourselves. So this is something that is a bonding period. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you brush your teeth. Did you wrap your hair? Because you have to let your child know this is a it's not an it's an expensive style like you mm -hmm. if you want locks, you know, you want to make sure that they want the locks and then how they maintain the locks. And then they know what to do in between. Um, and no one went to uh, come back in and get it done because mm -hmm. we have some clients that we, we detangle your child's hair, we get it right, and then you don't send, we don't see you for three months and you haven't done anything. Right. And it pushes the whole clientele back if, it's, if we get in your daughter's hair and nobody's maintaining it. Right. So that's one of the misconceptions, I guess, when, when people like, I want to get my kids locks, that it's no you don't have to do anything right. and everybody has to do something to moisturize and to keep it conditioned and you know to tie it up it's like but it's still less mm -hmm. than it's it's less work but it's still something to do misting separating oiling and wrapping your hair at night same thing you would do with your skin you would right. do with your hair um and then it's summertime so we're doing a lot of traveling and visiting we had a special visitor yesterday from texas um she came in she, um her aunt is one of LaDonna's clients and she wanted to get the wash and go for her her um, niece so I hooked it up real quick she was very happy shout out to Brie because she's listening hey Brie <laughs> um, so you could google you could um, hashtag um, wherever you're going if your hair is not done and you want to go get something special done for when you're visiting a natural hair salon or any kind of salon. You could look on Instagram. It's amazing for seeing their work, seeing how their salon is ran. So you could also do that if you run into a crunch when you're going out of town with your, your children. Kids, kid look favorites. Oh, the wash and go. Yeah, the wash and go. A lot of people think that the wash and go for kids is something that is not going to last. Wash and goes last um, at least three to four weeks. Um, it really 
tames the curl and it is a protective style because the curl is clumped in that curl home. So the wash and go is a very good style for um, little girls. I even have some little boy clients that get the uh, wash and go as well. Um, just to find their curl in there, rock that for a couple of weeks and then they'll come back. So that's a very popular, you see it all over um, commercials now. You see it on Car, what's that? Well, this is on Blackish. Black I'm very on Blackish. Okay, uh, she got the wash and go. Okay. Yeah, and so um, another uh, style that a lot of guys like is the they rock the two strand twists and take them out so it can have a defined look and then they keep the size faded. Mm -hmm. So I have been I have a couple of guys that like that. And then you have little boys that's just starting their locks and just want it to be locked in the middle and the mohawk. That that's very popular. Um, basically, whatever the basketball players and football players, rappers, uh, they just it's just different kids that like different things, mm -hmm. and um, their parents bring them in to get whatever they want. Like he been bugging me about this style, right. so it's just great to see the kids that want that. But then we also seen the flip side where parents want styles for their kids that their kids don't want. Right, and just knowing the style that you <clears throat> your child could get for the texture that they have, because um, some styles and don't work for different types of textures you know sometimes you if your hair is really loose you can't do the two strand twist because it would just unravel so there's other styles that you could do um like rod sets and and stuff like that that would give that similar look um to a um twisted look if the hair is too um loose to be twisted and that's really true because i mean when you you want to get to know your child's texture, and then that's another thing that we need to study because, you know, we're, we're all trying to learn our hair again so you can learn with your child with the different textures. And so once you study your texture, you can go online and look at people that have your actual texture because that conversation comes up where a kid look at you looking at pictures, but they have to understand what their texture is and right. what their texture can do. <clears throat> And even though you have Caucasians and different people of Asians that have locks, it's still different techniques that we have to do to lock uh, an Asian or a, um, a Caucasian hair versus someone or a child that's mixed with different cultures right. and how they have those different textures within the hair. So it's just important to try to learn your texture hair and fall in line with that hair because a lot of times we have to say, I want my wash and go to look like hers, but your wash and go, the one thing about the natural journey is that it has to be your texture, right. and you have to fall in love with your texture mm -hmm. and how to work with your texture. So right. that's the, and it's, it's so much information out there, and it's a lot of different uh, lines of product that's out there for everybody's hair. Right, you wanna um, also, when you're going over pictures and looks for your kids, for their hairstyle, if they have a texture or something that's different about the other person's hair, you let them know, yeah, her hair is beautiful, his hair is beautiful, but this is how your hair is, and your hair is just as beautiful as that. So you want to let your child know that their hair is beautiful no, no matter what. You don't want to be like, no, nah, your hair can't do that, girl, you know, because we have ran with, you know, parents that are like, no, nah, her hair is just too, her hair is kinky, and comparing the siblings child, together. Like, yeah, they like her hair nappy. She got nappy hair, but this, her hair is, is better than her hair. It's easier to deal with. And so we you try to stop that. We try to stop that. I was like, oh, no, like my hair kinky. It's like it sounds negative. And I said, no, not in this space. We don't talk about hair like that. You know, everybody hair is good. Um, another, just like selecting a salon for your child and the culture of the salon, it was um, we had a couple that adopted a black child. They were white and they adopted a black child. They came to Texas by Nefertiti so she can still see uh, the culture of, like, so she, now she's little with this. Mm -hmm. 
Then we had another one that Markeisha had, and this young lady, her mother was black and her husband was Caucasian. I think that they might have adopted her too, but she went to school in Seattle. So her vision of her hair, like her mother and her daddy wanted her, like your hair is beautiful. Now she's in her teens, she's in that peer area. So she wanna wear long weaves like her girlfriends. Like they, so she played basketball, she liked that hair, she fits in and her parents was forcing her to come to our salon because she is in Seattle, she goes to school with mostly Caucasian kids, she's the only black girl there. And Markeisha gave her a wash and go, and when she saw herself, she cried. She just wasn't ready culturally for that, to right. see that. But this little girl that's adopted by him, she's seeing her hair, and she's learning that she, they brought her to our salon because they didn't know what to do, and they, they studying it. and. So they figured out a good place for they, a kid, a fit right. for their child to come to to get their hair done. Right. Well, selecting a natural hair salon or any salon, I think it's important to go and visit and do a consultation. And you could pretty much um, feel the energy. You could um, you see could how introduce, your kid feel. Yeah, you can yeah. introduce your child to the stylist and just see how that salon rolls. You don't never want to go in blind on the phone, book an appointment, and come, and then you have everything bad to say because that could happen if you don't visit the salon. I think it's important to do a set up a, uh, a consultation, you know, spend time and see. Um, I prefer for um, clients to come in while we're doing here so they can see how we, we interact with the other clients, and I give them more comfort to know that this is going to be a good place for you. How do we keep a kid friendly? Um, and adult welcome. The music. The music is important. We don't have a television, so there's no kind of distractions because, you know, um, the phone's the television now. So if the child um, prefers to watch a movie or something while they're getting their hair done, we just ask that they have headphones, you know, so they won't disrupt anybody else getting their spa treatment. Um, and yeah, here goes 313. Yeah, I feel the feel in our salon is really like most people, we either have an uplifting conversation, health conversations, or people just talking about life situations and just getting it out. Or they just want to be quiet and get their hair done and just relax and just zone out into the music. So when we do have a kid, I try to make sure that I have headphone sets, coloring books, things to that they would want to do. Like, um, you know, I have an iPad that I let them use. If they, uh, they music get too loud, here's a headphone. So get into your me time because you, you're interrupting a whole environment so right. I mean we we kind of alter it sometimes we have a younger crew come in we might put the make the music a little different because it's cool and you know we just pay attention to the surroundings but for the most part we keep it safe and listen to very smooth we create our mood and most people that come in there they just feel relaxed and they feel like they want to have conversation or mm -hmm. they're opening up mm -hmm. or it's just we have really great yeah we have uh, great situations we have very great experiences and then listening to other people's experiences and it, it's just it's awesome I yeah love, i love our, our setup um for for kids spending time with um dad or grandparents um during the summer and caring for their hair i think it's important also you know it's a village so the dad and the grandparent has to be aware of how to care for the natural hair also as well as the parents if the um the dad or the grandparents they're not familiar or they're not comfortable with doing hair some dads you know men have big hands you know so they can't really sometimes just you know 
work through the hair, you know. They have rough hands sometimes, they have working hands. Um, so you want to have a situation, either if it's out of town or putting that child in some braids or something and having a fresh style to send them over with or having a natural hairstylist in that city where they're at um, for the dad or grandparents to take the child to. I think it's um, very important to just have a, a conversation about how they're going to get their hair done, where we're going to take them, if the grandparents or the dad's comfortable with doing the hair, um, have the package of um, products to use. Some some salons, some, some parents um, have um, products that they want to use in the kids. Um, know that the allergies, if the kids have allergies, nut allergies or stuff like that. So the grandparents and the dads, they have to be familiar with the hair and the regimen that they do um, when they're at home with their um, their um, custodial parents. Yeah, because what we do is also we have products at the salon that we also could give them and, or we tell you exactly where you can go to get the products to maintain your child's hair. So that's very important once you have the salon and you have the stylist that's doing your child's hair, it's okay to ask her um, that she's going out of town or maybe sometimes we can look up stylists. Maybe we might find somebody that's doing, that does hair in Atlanta. If they stand in this, if they go in Atlanta or somewhere, we can look up some uh, sister salons that could support. Right. Um, you can look up salons that, that kind of fit in the same lineup of, of your other salon. It's okay to ask questions and we will share information on um, things you can do or products they can buy to do their own hair. I tell people how if you have locks, which way I made them so you go clockwise with it to touch it up and you know. All right, we want to build our child's confidence um, and confidence is with hairstyling as well as um, their clothing that they wear. So you want to make your child feel as loved, as comfortable, with high confidence as possible. And if that has to do with their hair, then, you know, we, we could work as a team, dad, grandma, um, grandfather, to make sure this kid has the highest confidence level as possible. Because you know how kids are when the hair looks a certain kind of way. Kids could be mean, you know. Oh, they're very mean. So, um, yeah, really we just want to delete all that and just get a better understanding of our hair and how our hair really is and what to do with our hair. I think we kind of wrapped we'll it wrap up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the, we covered pretty much everything yes. with the natural hair. If anybody have any questions, I can answer them. But, um, yeah, so this is all about uh, boys and girls uh, getting their hair natural and their parents be creating, creating a bond just to give mm -hmm. an overall of what we just discussed. It's just... You know, you want to pick a good salon. You want to make sure that your child feels one with it and that y'all both came, they both, you, you're both one with the hairstyle right. that you want. I mean, you are the boss, the parent is, but right. at least have some input if, if, and know if your kid feel confident or comfortable in the same style. Yeah, and you can always hit us up on HairGhost313 on Instagram and Facebook. You can DM us, uh, message us with any questions or concerns that you have um, for your child's hair and even for your hair. Next week, um, we're going to take a short break. Happy Father's Day early to all the fathers. Yes, happy um, Father's Day. We're going to continue on June, uh, what is that day? The following be? week. Um, uh, the 17th is Father's Day, so we're going to continue on the 24th. the 24th of June, and we're going to be talking about natural hair for men. So um, make sure you have all your loved ones, your men, um, tune in and see what we got to say about natural hair for men. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch up June 24th. All right, see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>